Hello again, friends, and welcome to another fine edition of 151. My name is Adam, and I am joined by a man who legitimately thought the new Picard series was about winemaking. I was intrigued. His name is Justin. Hi, how you doing? We are 151. We're sponsored by Skeleton Wine. You can find out more about them at their website, SkeletonWine.com, or at their Facebook page, at Skeleton Vineyards. As for us, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at 151 The Show. Uh, we're also on the World Wide Web, apparently. The One, WWWs. Yep. <laughs> 151 The sh- I can't even do it right now. 151TheShow.com or this station's website.com. Also, you can find us on, uh, or we hope that you subscribe to us on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play. Should be it. That should be it. All of those uh, you can access through 151TheShow.com or this station's website. Yeah, just... That's the easy way to do it. Right. So, uh, anyways, we're back for another uh, fine edition. Uh, Justin is here. We are alone in my basement. We have the door locked, so the cat cannot get down here. The new kitten, Stark. Uh, he was a bit of a disruptor, a bit of a troublemaker last time. Yeah, during our last uh, show, that which was a bag of questions, like it's he didn't do anything like wrong. He's just being a kitten, right? So. That's a bushy tail walking through. Shots. He does, man. That he cat does not respect the camera line. That cat is like ninety percent tail. I've known some people like that in my past. <laughs> but anyways, um, on this edition of the show, uh, we're actually going to go talk about Star Trek again. Yeah, uh, believe com- it or not, Star Trek. Everybody, ooh, uh, big surprise! Comic Con twenty nineteen uh, was uh, a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago. Um, got a lot of interesting information coming out of there. Real quick, yeah. The Star Trek trailer was by far the best, right? There wasn't anything that came out of Comic Con this year that really blew me away. Like the Marvel lineup, like okay, Doctor Strange, all right, right. Okay, you chose a new Blade. Natalie Portman returning to Thor was was interesting. Yeah, Love and Thunder, right? Um, but really, there wasn't anything Marvel did that really blew me away. Um, I'm not the Top Gun stuff is right it's like okay you know and and that's the don't get me wrong i'm I'm glad that you know some of this stuff has gone you know mainstream but i mean if you're gonna do top gun comic-con you know and i yeah. know that well it's more than comic books it's pop culture a lot yeah, yeah, yeah. why is that there really anyways the best um, part about tom cruise at comic-con was the fake tom cruise that was running around yeah some dude legitimately dressed up in the 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 jacket and everything from the original top gun yeah looks frighteningly with his sunglasses on like tom cruise and went around and pretended to be him i think that's great uh they're really just uh you had the cats trailer come out which that was weird yeah i don't it, it i will tell you this it was weird and i don't know what to think of it but there was part of me that was slightly intrigued by it like what am i watching here like, what am I getting into? Right. What am I... Here's what I'll say. There's about a 2005 episode of Doctor Who when David Tennant was was playing the Doctor. Yeah. Um, where they did Cat People. Yeah. They did that about 100 times better than what they did for the Cats trailer and, I guess, movie. Um, that was a far better way to go than whatever that abomination under God we saw coming out of the trailer. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think of it. Like, but right. I'm slightly intrigued. Right. So, uh, but yeah, going back to Mike the- Myers in the Cat in the Hat was a better portrayal than <laughs> what we got there. Ah, uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah. 
I just I don't know what to make of it. That's right. the thing. I no. I, I don't I, think I anybody don't, does. I don't want to say that. Oh, I hate that and be the uncultured guy that doesn't know anything about the musical or whatever. It's just like I don't know. Like you put that into the the computer to process, and it's like, okay. Yeah. No, that's horrifying. <laughs> what I, the f- I'm, am I'm I supposed gonna, to do with this? I don't care whether you think I'm an uncultured swine or not. That's horrifying. So, uh, but anyways, back to what we were originally going to talk about the Picard trailer. I think it was the best thing that came out of Comic-Con this year. I think it very well might have been. Uh, what, like a year ago or whatever, you know, they had that uh, meme of uh, Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker saying, well, I'm going to shake up, you know, a 30-year absence. I'm going to shake up, you know, an entire mm-hmm. phantom. And, and uh, you know, it's got Patrick Stewart, hold my tea, Earl Grey hot. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's totally that. I can tell you... What what are the what what are the uh, since we're talking about it, what are what are the rules about laying the trailer over over this as as we go? Is I don't know. Dicey? Yeah, okay. And we go all, out and look it up. You've already talked about Tom Cruise. I don't need Marvel and <laughs> Disney on my ass, too. <laughs> See, well, CBS and Viacom we know is fairly litigious when it comes to using or, the Star excuse Trek me, yeah, CBS, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking Marvel so, stuff. Pause, real quick. Go out, look up the Star Trek Picard trailer if you haven't seen it. I'll wait. Okay, now that you've seen it, when they were doing these early descriptions of... Wait, which one did you have them watch? The very first one that came out or the Comic-Con? The Comic-Con one. All right, go watch the Comic-Con And if you haven't seen the Comic-Con one, I'll wait. And now that you're back, if you haven't seen the first one, I'll wait. Okay. All right. We're all caught up now. We're all caught up. Everybody's on the same page. And if you faked it, I'll know. So when they first described this whole, you know, Picard, you know, oh, it's kind of a psychological, you know, examination of where this is. I'm like, oh, God, this could be terrible, you know. Yeah. Um, this could be very much a, you know, let's 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 uh, take Luke Skywalker and The Last Jedi and, and quite frankly, piss on, you know, all over 20 yeah. years of being a hero. You know, what are they going to do to Picard? Don't don't do he's that just, he's just gonna try and knife his nephew while he sleeps right you know no big deal right right or the 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 adopted kid that uh they thought he was his father in like season five or whatever he's yeah, gonna yeah, go yeah. hunt that kid down yeah and you might be evil <laughs> batleth the, anyway you know what i remember from that episode the most is when picard makes a hairline joke right <laughs> so you know i i'm thinking this this could be terrible i going in i I was starting to watch the trailer, and all of a sudden, it's like, "Holy, this is, this is good." Yeah, this looks good. I mean, uh, we've got you know uh, Brent Spiner right off the bat, you know, uh, being referenced as Data. Yeah, um, the B four in the right in the in the, in the in the the uh, the the drawer. Um, you've got uh, a voiceover that uh, I'm I'm sure that's Marina Sirtis, uh, it, it, doing the voiceover, talking about you know. Uh, what he was on there. All of a sudden, we're popping to. Was it really her? I, that sounds like her. I guess I didn't put that together. It sounds if, like if her. It, if it is yeah. her, I didn't. I didn't put it, it sounds together. like her. And then all of a sudden, you've got um, Borg. Yeah. And you've got Seven of Nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you know it, it just it just blows up from there and goes. Okay, this this is going to be Star Trek. He's getting back into space. There's going to be some ass kicking. This is this is awesome. Maybe he's you know, uh, maybe maybe he's you know going to call on some Starfleet. Maybe he's going to go rogue. Maybe he's going to do this, mm-hmm. that, the other. But I, you know, what it was surprising to me about it. And don't get me wrong, like you joked about, if Episode One is a how-to on how to bottle Chateau Picard, 
I won't be unhappy. Yeah. No, I just, I guess, you know, my trepidation going into this was CBS, you know, with Discovery, I didn't think they did a very good job with Star Trek the first time around. No. Second season got Second better. season was good because Chris Pike showed up. It felt more Star Trek. Yes. I didn't want them to take a beloved character like Patrick Stewart and... Right. You know, Jean-Luc Picard. And I didn't want them to be like, oh, we're going to like run them through the mud and do all this other right. stuff and do this thing that doesn't feel like Star Trek. I right. want it to feel like Star Trek. I'll tell you this. Coming out of that trailer, watching it, like it was Avengers, Endgame, Infinity Stones, or right. Infinity War right. levels of excitement for right. this. I mean, watch. I was like, oh, why can't it be too early 2020 now? Right. But... No, I think the thing that surprised me the most, obviously, you know, the amount of cameos, the amount of people they're drawing back because, you know, you had Data in there, obviously. Right. You had, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, seven and nine. Yeah, seven and nine. <laughs> More like a ten, am I right? <laughs> you creeper. Yeah. You get to be the creeper. Oh, yeah, sure. You you can you can talk about a, a, a video game lady uh, and Catwoman and Mary Jane, but, you know, I, I, I happen to mentioned that Jerry Ryan's attractive and suddenly I'm a I hero. happen to think Jerry Ryan is a very fine actress and a human right. being. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Dick. No problem. I when we when we talked about what we thought this series was going to be a few months ago, I didn't think that they were going to do this level of cameos and callbacks to next generation this right. early. And now that they're kind of doing this it, this may be the tip of the iceberg. That's what I was kind of thinking because uh, Jonathan Frakes and right. uh, Maria, uh, what's her name? Marina Sirtis. They came out and they said, yeah, we're going to be in it. Yep. Uh, Jonathan Frakes is directing a couple yep. episodes. Yep, so, uh, episodes three and four. Um, you have, this. you know how I do think the end of this, the season is going to wrap up? I think it's going to wrap up with a giant cameo. Like someone that Bill we don't. Bill Shatner? Uh, probably not. Okay. Because he's dead in that universe. Right. But I think you're going to have something like that where it's, uh, uh, where it's a you know a giant cameo that leads into the next season, Could like be. it's you know we don't hear f about Worf until right the very end, and then all of a sudden you know he goes into his room and there's Worf drinking right. a bottle of blood wine or something, right? Or it's uh, Janeway or Cisco. How great would it be if it was Cisco? That'd be pretty badass. How great would it be if it was Cisco? Right. But anyways, getting back to the trailer, who do you think the girl is that? feels safe with Picard. Uh, it's very much a MacGuffin. Uh, I think she's got to be... Maybe she's like the first... Because he said that Hugh, the, the Borg... Yeah, that he's going to be in it too. Right, so maybe she's the first child born of two Borg. Maybe. And that's kind of what kicks everything off. I think she is Borg. My, my original theory is I think that she is... A Borg queen in the making. Okay. And I think that what kind of led me to that when she was like, everything in me tells me I'm safe with you. Right. So I think that there's some kind of programming in her that she sees right. him as Lucutus and not Jean-Luc. Right. And and in the main, uh, but by the same token, um, you know, they've been, I, okay, let me take a little segue here to, to set this up. Okay. Cause this not is like a, we ever take segues right. this on is, the show. This is a little far-fetched, but... If we, you, we needed a clip right there of us on segways. Right. Like, going, ah! <laughs> and one of us taking a terrible fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And catching on fire. Right. And <laughs> God, we gotta go rent some segways now. Mm -hmm. um, so, or just at a segway dealership going, this is a terrible idea. 
Uh, Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So if you've uh, read The Returned, I think it's The Returned. The one before the Star Trek reboots, right? Well, no, this is this is not the 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 in in canon comic book. This is uh, William Shatner oh, uh, novel it... written by Judith and Garfield Reeve Stevens. You know. Was that the one he wrote where he didn't like how William Shatner died? So right, or he, they they resurrected Kirk, and this is the one where he no, but didn't he write one where he right? He, so his name's on it. It's actually written by okay. those two who are very very accomplished Star Trek writers. I'm guessing that Bill Shatner came up with an outline of the story. They went and wrote it and fleshed it out. It's kind of like his Tech War novel, Borg and, and the Romulans, and so that was all. His resurrection was all done using. Romulan and Borg technology. Yeah. This is this is like a 25, 20, 25 year old idea. Well, one of the things that they're showing or or is is being very heavily alluded to in um, this new series is Romulan and Borg working together yeah. with these technologies. We're, we've everything well, that the, I read about this is in the Star Trek reboot movie. The uh, the, the Romulan ship, the weird looking right, has some Borg technology. Yeah, in it, it would, as well from yeah. the comic book series. Right. They, which again goes back to this whole, which is why I think that you could possibly see a resurrected Bill Shatner because I mean that that idea came up from that. It's all very very tied together. You talk about some some next level like you know Infinity War. Uh, you bring back Captain Kirk. I don't think they do it. I got to disagree with I don't you. Know. It'd be something to see. And you know why? Because I think this series is too much based on Picard. Right. It's too much based on he's the big kahuna here. Right. And if you brought back William Shatner, listen, I'm not going to say that it would be a horrible idea in the right circumstance to bring him back. I don't see it in this. Right. I feel like they've kind of gone down that road with generations. I mean, I'm just saying, you said the big cameo. Why do you have such a boner for Kirk? Biggest, the <laughs> biggest Star Trek boner. cameo you can make is Jim Kirk. Yeah. I'd almost argue that Leonard Nimoy is bigger. Well, there is one big logistical problem with getting Leonard Nimoy yeah, in a cameo. Okay, zombie Leonard Nimoy. Right, right. They have Borg technology. <sighs> and they got that kid that plays him in... Uh, Right. Anyway, you, you've got, I, yeah, just, you've, you've got, I don't think they bring you've got back Ethan, Shatner. You've got Ethan Peck or you've got Zachary Quinto. Either either one of them makes a makes no. a damn fine uh, uh, I just, a Spock. I don't, I don't, I just, I, sorry, man, I don't see that don't happening. Know. We're just talking. So who do you think? I mean, literally, what? is Worf the biggest uh, cameo you can bring to the table? No, but I think he'd be a surprising one. Oh, I don't think he's surprising at all if they've got everybody else I, Or how about up. this, a fan favorite one? And, and John Delancey. Q, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'd like to see Q on a higher, uh, higher right. level. A Q movie would have been good, right? If you did, did it right. Or is yes he, and no. Q or never had any stakes because they wanted Q to be. I mean, Q in Encounter at Farpoint was this very foreboding. You know, yeah. this could be the series enemy. And about halfway through, after the third or fourth visit, I mean, he's a. Uh, uh, he's he's a prankster. He's meddling, but he's not, and sometimes uncaring. But he's not maliciously evil. Okay, how about this though? I mean, everybody. I think there's a lot of people out there that think all good things should have been the movie, rather than generations. Yeah, like generation should have, because they wrote there. There's the thing about how they wrote him at the same time, and when right. they got done with the, done with them, 
uh, I want to say it was the writers or somebody on the show that were like, wow, all good things is really good. Like, right. that could be a movie, you know? Right. Anyways, um, I don't know. I think that would... Yeah, but, I mean, you can't use Bill Shatner in a series finale because, I mean, then, then you're basically doing the same thing you did with Enterprise. Yeah. You can't bring those guys in. All Good Things, don't get me wrong, was good, but the moving through three time periods... That was one of the most tropey, like, cliche storylines that Star Trek ever did. I mean, having to realize it in three three timelines. That's, I thought it was that's, kind of awesome. That's that's cliche. I mean... I will disagree with you yet again. Oh, see, Fine, and I, I thought that was terrible. Uh, I I never enjoyed that that uh, that ending really? at all. No, wow. no, I've never been a fan of uh, All Good Things. Wow, that, that I just, did not know that. Oh, no, that's just a huge trope to me. My my whole Star Trek thought of you just completely shifted. No, no, that's that's uh, that's that's a. Uh, How about the poker scene at the that's end? That's like every. Well, they could have done that in almost any. Yeah, but you didn't, didn't like. Didn't matter that, what the story was. You they didn't like done how the they ended. That he the finally end. right. No, was going to become a part of the family, no. and then they fly off into the sunset. You didn't right. like that. That was great, but that. You did- you justin that didn't require <laughs> that story that could have been tagged on at any okay all right any any in, i thought it was a really story good, i i really liked that ending no that to me was like uh uh you know uh, like in a the notes justin like a first time um you know writer uh, i've read that book you know a hundred times or variations yeah. on that that wasn't any groundbreaking new story so i thought it was a good cue story it <sighs> did okay who's gonna do all the production for you Note to self, need a new co-host and somebody to do all the production. <laughs> <laughs> and to do all the work. <laughs> as Not I, all as the I work. As I sit back and be awesome. Not all the work. Yeah, because it's hard to share on Facebook. <laughs> <sighs> well, this has been another episode of 151. The final episode of 151. Actually... I was just thinking about the segue scene right there. Just dropping that right. in. <laughs> so anyway, back to the Picards. Uh, or actually, before we get to that, this is 151, the final episode. Uh, we were sponsored by Skeleton Wine. <laughs> you can find out more about them at their website, SkeletonWine.com, or on their Facebook page at Skeleton Vineyards. Uh, as for us, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram all at 151theshow, and if you missed any of that, 151theshow.com or thestationswebsite.com. Back to the Picard trailer. Um, so where do you think it's going? Like, obviously, it's that girl is important for right. some reason. Right. The Borg are involved. But what's the end game here? What are we trying to... Like, is she going to... Like, is the Borg Collective just not working right now, and she's the key to but- making it work? I think a lot of that depends on what we don't know, which is what happened and 15 what, and, years ago that, that drove Jean-Luc Picard out of Starfleet. I and, mean, because, and who's taking care of his dog when he's gone? Right. This is a, and are we going to see a number one doing a number two joke? Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> I mean, I really think that, yeah, they've set this up as a redemption arc for, for Jean-Luc Picard because he, he had a failure, you know, 15 years ago, whatever drove him out of Starfleet. And this is the way that... You know, he he redeems himself, whether in his eyes or the public's eyes or or whatever, probably in his own. Okay, how Um, about this? I just thought about this for a cameo. What about at the end of you see the Enterprise E? Well, I I think you're going to see. I I mean, I really do think you're going to see the Enterprise in here at some point. See, yeah, but 
Is it the Enterprise E or is, there, is it like the new Enterprise? I don't know. Um, like the Enterprise F. Well, the, Which, inter- if it's the a... Enterprise E should have been being commanded by Captain Data. Yeah, but let's just face it that that's not happening. Right. So is Riker still on the Titan? Uh, did Riker transfer back and take... Is Riker a... an admiral? Right. Um, is is uh... Riker even in Starfleet at this point? Right. Maybe he's just hanging out with the old lady. Right. Um, you know, is, yeah, I mean, is, is Worf a colony governor like we've seen or, or is Worf commanding, you know, the E? I mean, honestly, uh, we've seen from Voyager that Geordi had command. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't, and and it wasn't the Enterprise. No, it was, uh, the Challenger. Right. Um, so, I mean, honestly, if Data's destroyed and, and, uh, and, and Riker's moved on to Admiral rank, the, the logical one is, of course, Wesley Crusher. Oh, God. <laughs> That's just horrible. Oh, God, I'm evil. Uh, uh, no, one, realistically, you see Worf in Command of the Enterprise. One side note, I don't think, like, uh, Data at the end, I don't think that's B4. No. I think that's either a new Android body where they just kind of found the files, right? dropped them in there, and that's him trying well, to... Or I th- it might be a hologram. Brent Spiner said that that was data. Yes. Then the the the, the body in the drawer was before. before. Right. So I, I just what I'm saying is I there I think there's people out there that think that they put him back together. No, I'm I'm thinking that honestly they recovered they recovered his head out of the wreckage of the scimitar from Nemesis. Really? Uh, I think and, well, and, and they brought him back to operational status. He doesn't have a body, but he's got a head. You know, he's hooked up to some power, and they got him on a pole, and he plays cards with the... What about that shirt he was wearing? Did they just put him, like, a mannequin body yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got dank treads for right, feet Yeah, now. yeah. That'd be kind of right, awesome. Right, It's It's kind of like uh, Chris Pike in the chair, you know, only it's just data, you know. Yeah. It's like one of those uh, omnipresence robots that you can do now with the, 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 the tablet stuck yeah, in yeah, the top. Yeah. It's just his head on a pole okay. with maybe some, like, little robot arms. See, I think, I think they either... Rebuild- Better yet? They bolt him to the top of a Segway. Oh, oh. yay! <laughs> no, uh, you remember the dude that was uh, trying to take Data apart? Yeah, the Commander Maddox. I think. Okay, here's. I just kind of came up with this on the fly, but okay. what if? Let's he, see how far down the rabbit hole you can go here. What if he? You know, they brought him in to kind of mess with the B four and see if right. they can dig out Data because he transferred all the files right. in Nemesis because they made a big deal out, out of that for no reason other right. than Data was going to die. Right. I mean, that was... It was very much the next generation version of the Vulcan, you know, remember yeah, with exactly. McCoy. So Let's leave ourselves an out what, if we need it. What if he went through, dug through the B4, found Data's files, mm-hmm. was able to pull them out, right. and then he essentially built a new body? Because if you look, like, the eyes are much different than what Data's were in the series, which you could you could put that up to... Right. You know, e- even throughout the movies where they had more money for makeup right. and all that. Oh, yeah. His his eyes were very, very more in, in Nemesis and the later movies than they were ever in the series. Yeah, I mean, but they were, like, in, in the trailer, they're neon green. Right. They're like Oregon's uniforms neon green. Right. Very, yeah. You know, Agreed. so what? I, that's kind of my thing. It's like, okay, is it a new body? Is it a hologram that's just he's interacting with it? And they're like, hey, we're going to find you a body. That's attached to a segue, right? You know, see, and I very and, much, and I very much have the 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 instinct that uh, that that's just a head on a stick. That that's not a 
body body. See, I think thought I could see a shirt or like a jumpsuit or something on it. So if you want to go back through and watch the trailer, that's cool. But I think I'm right here. I didn't know that the Enterprise E was smaller than the D, but you know. Right, right, right. Just saying. Yeah, there. Okay, there is a hint. Yeah. Oh well, my there's God. a hint of a collar. That's there. why I'm asking. Did they just put a mannequin body on him? <sighs> like it's an Abercrombie and Finch, like six pack data. I don't know. And and maybe maybe you're right. Maybe it's uh maybe it's maybe it's a hologram based off of his files, and he walks into a little you know hollow suite and plays cards to them or whatever because, uh you know he. He speaks very much, or maybe it's flashback. Yeah. Uh, before the the events of Nemesis, because yes, he speaks very much of I don't want this game to end because I'll have yeah. to say goodbye. Um, or, now, my question is: we we figured out the the transmitter, obviously mm-hmm. for Voyager. We've got that EMH technology. Yeah. So strap that bad boy up with a hard light drive and let's go. I know, right? I don't know. It's just it's kind of interesting, but I just kind of you know I didn't really think about it because you're you're bringing in seven to nine. You got all these different cameos. Mm-hmm. You put you got the Romulans in there. You've got uh, Picard being uh, sad about Data, sad about his whatever his failure right. was with the Romulans, which we think is the destruction of Rom- Romulus and right. you know all of that. Um, it's like where's this series going? Like what's going to be the end, end thing here? Is it? You know, we're the, trying to stop the, the Borg. Redemption of Jean-Luc Picard. Yeah, but what? But my question is, like, what? what is going to be the actual... What are we doing in the series? Like, what are we preventing this girl from doing or helping her do? What are we... Like, what's the actual story that is going to redeem oh, him? It's uh, a good question. I don't think we have enough information to even start doing anything other than randomly guessing. You know, he's going into space for some reason. Okay, right. what? Is he getting away from people? Is he... Trying to take, you know, is this, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark here? Is it, you know, what what are we doing? Well, I think he's probably going on a, you know, a promotional uh, Chateau Picard, uh, you know, tour. Maybe. I think I think the whole thing's going to come down to maybe the Borg are developing a, a rival wine. Uh, maybe maybe the whole thing comes down to that. Maybe this woman that shows up uh, feels safe with him because. Um, she needs a certain amount of tannins in her diet that she doesn't otherwise have and <sighs> has to drink Chateau Picard. Maybe. That could be it. Right. Data's the only one who can analyze it. And he's just a head on a stick at this point. He is. You know, you ever seen uh, uh, Jose Jalapeno on a stick, Jeff Dunham? No. That's what I want to see out of... Out of, uh, out of uh, if you haven't seen it, go watch. I'll wait. Okay. Hilarious. I did not watch it. I did not... Yeah, everybody else at home did. They do what I say. Tell them to send us a million dollars, then. Uh, <laughs> we can get a real set. Kind of stretching the bounds of what we can do there. but Well, you said that they do what the... Anyways. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of my question. It's like, what are we leading to here? You know, what what's the what's the adventure? What's the... Because we've got pieces, like you said. Right. But... We've got a Comic-Con sizzle reel. We don't really have anything, you know, more than that laid out in... Part of me doesn't want to know any more than that. Part of me wants to go into it blind. Yeah. I mean, in this day and age of knowing the story before we get there and and spoilers and all the rest of it, part of me really wants to just go in blind. Now that we've seen how many cameos that they're talking about, I think there's going to be a lot. I think there is, too. I think everybody, you know, everybody's been throwing up very much this smoke shield of, 
you know, Brent Spiner three months, three or four months ago says, look at me, I'm, I'm ancient. There's yeah. no way that I can play this character again. Well, Samuel L. Jackson can play a young Nick Fury. Uh, Will Smith can play, you know, uh, his 23-year-old self, and there's a new movie coming out where he's playing, you know, yeah. him and himself. Uh, I don't think that's impossible anymore with with the the special effects. Yeah. The, the only thing that I hope is going back to Sam Jackson. Um, that's better than you can, Captain Marvel. You can de-age him. Yeah. But a sixty-year-old man still moves like moves a six, like yeah. a sixty-year-old man. I mean, I'm I'm just going to throw that out there. So, uh, you know, <laughs> the the interesting thing with this is you have you have essentially. Uh, three Star Trek shows that all kind of ran at the same, that were in the same universe, same timeline, right? Next Gen, DS9, and Voyager. Yeah. Right. Where you could pull any of those people from Absolutely. that. And they already did with, you know, Voyager right. and all this. Like, so that's what kind of, now that we've seen, you know, some, like, never in a million years that I think Seven and Nine was going to be a part of this. Right. N- just, I just didn't, it didn't play into my head. No. Like I thought, okay, we'll get one or two cameos right. from Next Generation. Never did I think, oh, they're gonna drop Data in there. They're gonna drop her in there. They're gonna drop, you know, all these other people. Right. In. The the only thing that I I don't want them to do, like I don't want them to overload it. Right. I I don't want it to be like Star Wars where where well you're you're a character in here. Yeah. Um. So you have to be related to a Skywalker because they're the only people in the universe that matters. There's there's nobody else. But it would be kind of cool to see a. Uh, you know, I don't. <laughs> would... I, I don't want the. Oh hey, there's a there's a person of color playing this uh, character named Finn. Well, he's got to be Lando's son because there can only be two black people in Star Wars. I mean, <laughs> I was just hoping to see a cameo from Lieutenant Kim. Right. No, no. Dude, Still ensign. Dude Kim. retired an ensign. No, no, dude retired an ensign. No, that's it. That would be funny, though, wouldn't it? Right. He's just a lieutenant. He's retiring as lieutenant. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he's still he's still working uh, the con station. He's never he's never got anything. I mean, oh, save so the ship 47 times. Sorry, Harry. We're chock full. We don't have any lieutenant spots for you. Still an ensign. Parrish just f- up left right. and right. Hey, you want to run the ship? Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, we get back immediately. Captain Paris got his own ship. Oh, look at that. Oh, look, he needs a he needs a, a second in command. Oh, sorry, buddy, you're still only an ensign. Uh, I'll take you on as a helmsman. If you're the guy who played ensign Cam at some point, you're like, really? Throw me a bone. Can't throw I, me a friggin' I've bone. Been pretty awesome here the last right. couple. Of- the Borg gets to come on board and have more authority than than me. Yeah. The commander and the chief engineer literally were trying to blow us up at the beginning of the series. I've saved the ship 47 times. Yeah. Still an ensign. So. I am the oldest ensign in the fleet. That'd be funny. It really uh, would it be. Would, it really would. All right. So does that kind of wrap up a card, you think? I think so. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I, mean, I am. I really am. I'm... Uh, that was... that. I didn't have my expectations very high every time that I do. Uh, it goes sideways, but that blew everything away. I was just ex- excited after seeing that, and I said this earlier. I was just excited after seeing that trailer as I was for, like, Infinity War right. or Endgame. I mean, that's just... I am i can't wait for this. Right. 
I mean, the, the, the trailers for Endgame, though, I mean, let's face it, they did a very smart thing in that. They only showed, like, from the first 20 minutes of the movie. I still, they're going back, there was some meme out there that it was like, if I was Marvel, I would do a trailer that is nothing but a black screen. Right. And the date. And the date. You, we know you're going to go see this thing. Exactly. Look at how many marketing dollars they saved. Because they didn't heavily promote it. They didn't need to. Yeah, but that imagine if a movie that big did something like that. Right. Where they didn't show anything. Right. Anything. That'd be I, amazing. I, I want to see somebody go do marketing like that. Right. Because it would be different. And it would be... I think it would... You know, because people try and figure it out. They try and sit around and do what we're right. doing. Where they, you know... Imagine if we never got anything from a card other than the wine, you know, the the winery. Yeah, yeah. the 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 picture of him in the vineyard, uh, vin- vineyard, vineyard, and a vineyard, date. vineyard, Picard, vineyard. Uh, just just that and a date. Yeah, I would love to see that. Right. I would be like, okay, I'm in. All right. Well, well I'm, yeah. If you had me at yeah. Hello. You had me at pick. I, I got nothing. Yeah. Okay. All right, friends. That's going to do it for this edition of 151. We are sponsored by Skeleton Wine. You can find out more about them at their website, skeletonwine.com, or on their Facebook page at Skeleton Vineyards. As for us, uh, please follow and like us and do all that cool stuff. Share with your friends Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram, all at 151 The Show. And, do something uh, nice for them. Introduce them to us. Enrich the fabric and the tapestry of their life. Why don't you just do something for us for once? <laughs> Just once. Wow. These ungrateful sons of bitches. Wow. Technical difficulties. And then the segue thing again. La, 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 la. Uh, You can find us uh, on YouTube and Podbean and iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play and so many more. Uh, All at 151theshow, 151theshow.com and thestationswebsite.com. So angry at these people. Not supporting us. You're a terrible person. I am. I love you. <laughs> I, and what's what makes it better is you flipped off your camera, but in the midst of mine, like it's it's like number one right in front of me as I'm saying I love you to the people. Mm. You're not editing this, are you? Nope. <laughs> nope. So it's gonna be on my damn camera. Why is this popping so much now? All, all of a sudden. Know. All right, that's going to do it for us. We can't end without a shameless plug. Cue the music. Uh, This week's uh, shameless plug is brought to you by me. Yes, you. Yes. I would like to plug a restaurant shamelessly. Bob Evans. Now, if you're from Iowa, as we are, you may not be familiar with Bob Evans. Like, I know the name. I'm trying to place it. Bob Evans, uh, if you go to your local grocery store, you can probably pick up some of their uh, uh, like their, their sides and, and whatnot prepackaged. Um, yeah. You can get their breakfast sausage. But Bob Evans is actually a restaurant starting okay. in Ohio. Anytime I'm east of the Mississippi, I will go out of my way, if possible, to stay at a hotel near a Bob Evans for breakfast. You can see my shirt. I love you like biscuits and gravy. Come up because the uh, right. bug is going to be in front of that. Bob and the, Evans. And your mic. Right. Go this way. There. Come up. Okay. Go up. Over. Just. St- there. Bob Evans, everybody. It'll also be on shirts of the show, which I thought would be a lot easier than those acrobatics and not choking myself with my headphone cord. But um, You can take the headphones off. Right. So... 
Bob Evans. Uh, great breakfast. They have great other food, too, although I think I've only eaten at them two or three times it wasn't a breakfast. But, I mean, I will literally stay out of the way to go stay at some place with Bob Evans. So, what, this, it's funny you say this because when I was adding to the bag of questions last time around, I actually put, we were getting ready for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's your perfect breakfast? So, at Bob Evans, what is the breakfast uh, of choice it's there? like the double meat uh, farmer classic or, or something like, like that. I don't remember. Is what it, it scrambled so eggs? It's, it it's omelet? two is eggs it? any way you want. Okay. Uh, bacon, sausage, pancakes, and hash browns. Okay perfect it's perfect you and you can get you can get anything you can get omelets you can get skillets you know it's it's typical you know it's the best way to eat an egg uh for me it's over medium over medium yeah over easy you mean no over medium What's it's, over medium? it's a, a the the yolk is not it's not as raw as as over easy over, oh, over okay. easy he, he's even still got maybe like a little bit of a soft white okay i want the white completely set um and the yolk running Okay. So basically, it's like a you know a minute and a half on one side. You t- you flip it over just to set the whites. Uh, get a little bit of film over the top of the yolk. Send it out. I've never c- heard it called over medium before. Okay. That's well, a bit weird. Over easy isn't set. Over over medium is is how you want to go. Over uh, easy. Right. And and over hard is is a hard yolk. Yeah. Which that just what's right. the point then? Oh, you. If I don't have anything to dip my toast in. Exactly. I mean hash browns. I don't even go. I don't even mess with ketchup. I I use the 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 runny egg yolk that's left over for the hash browns. It's perfect. All right, let me. This is going to be a weird question for you, but I put it up on Facebook every once in a while. What would you rather have? A really great piece of bacon or a really great piece of breakfast sausage? It depends on when I'm eating it. In the morning. Well, no, 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 no. I'm I'm talking about during the meal. Okay. I mean, if I want protein and sustenance and something, you know, fulfilling, you got to eat a load of bacon to actually make yeah. you, you know, to have it of substance. But if flavor-wise, like if you were, bacon, okay, you're gonna go bacon. Yeah. Okay. If, that's if, what I'm if, I, if I'm eating for flavor, I'm I'm eating I'm eating bacon. If I'm eating to get full and to have breakfast, I'm going sausage. Every once in a while, we'll we'll have a, like a really good breakfast sausage. Mm-hmm. I would much rather have that than bacon. Okay. And everybody's always like, oh, how dare you say something bad about bacon? At this point, kind of baconed out in my life. Right. I don't need bacon on every single thing I do. And frankly, like I said, I'm I'm one of those people that you put a really good breakfast sausage in front of me, I would much rather have that than bacon. Well, and quite frankly, I mean, the bacon fad is fine, except, uh, you know, we're both closing in on 40. You know, we've got doctors that worry about the old cholesterol. I mean, <laughs> bacon, to a certain extent, has run its course. But, you know, it, it yeah, it depends. Are we talking paper thin, you know, that really you only got There's some nothing, flavor and, bacon? Or are we talking, you know, a good piece of thick bacon? And listen... I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a really good piece of bacon no. or bacon in general. It's just if you... You don't if, like bacon. You're un-American. No. You know what? Bacon. Commie. <laughs> Commie. Yeah. Saw Chernobyl, thought, you know what? Them Reskies, they got it pretty well figured out. Commie. So Commies aren't people. You know that, right? Yeah. Well, I'm just an android on a stick. Yes. And in that, go eat at Bob Evans. Okay. Bob Evans. It's It's American. It's patriotic. <laughs> It's a great breakfast. It's a great meal anytime. You're going to love it. Bob Evans. <laughs> it's your body with a thumb. Go get up. a go get a shirt. Go pig or go home. Bob Evans. All right.
That's going to do it for us. See you next time. Bye-bye.